0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Metagame Minute, your favorite once-weekly follow-up podcast to the hit Dungeons the Dragons actual play podcast, Chaotic Amateurs. We are here to talk about what uh, we've, we've come to lovingly name the Chaotic Siesta. I don't know, I tried. The, the Downtime Dudes, our week of downtime, hanging out at the Chateau after... A grueling trek through the mage's wastes. Um, all right, regular horn order. Starting with Milo, Mr. Ball. I know you don't feel too good, so let's go ahead and get you out of the way. Takeaways from this. Uh, takeaways from this episode, Mr. Ball. You're trying to trying to upgrade the the mage's tower. You sent this poor lady who just came back uh, to what could have been certain death, but she's alive. So I
1: don't know. Yeah, what, what, what's your takeaways from this episode? Yeah, um, that was one of the things I was thinking uh, when we were selling the stuff. It's like, well, we can get like 400 gold for these things or we can take them back to the, the Chateau and sell them for more. And then I remembered we had that opportunity to, to upgrade like the, the different stuff in our, in the mansion. And our, the, uh, the Mage's Tower was the one that kind of gave me an extra boost where I can uh, cast uh, Transmutation spells at a higher level. And I don't know what happens at second level, but it, I'm, I would assume it's something similarly cool. So, yeah, I, I like the idea of vesting, uh those components into that. Glad uh, you remembered that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something I use quite a bit because I use a lot of that transmutation mm-hmm. stuff uh, to give you guys buffs and give me buffs and stuff. Uh, yeah, that stuff with Aura. uh that was one of those things that I kind of just did on a whim. It was like, well, this could be funny, and who knows what's going to happen with it. And I'm glad something is happening with it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, that's my favorite thing in D is when you just do something and then something happens. And Alex is really good about making stuff happen when you do something kind of silly. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I was I'm curious I was to so see what this is
0: when you when you did that because I knew that this was what was going to happen. Like that, that I knew once. Once this thing touched something living, it
2: was gonna go crazy. And I'm glad this is how it how we kind of see it happening.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. Um and we get to learn more about like this kind of technology and stuff too. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a useful thing. We're doing science,
0: as yep. Wolf would say. Uh Mr. Telbrun. Yes, sir.
3: You forgot everything I did. You You swung a
0: machete at a log. (laughs) Like, what are you even doing? You know, it's just every episode you're like, I'm gonna do something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I try very hard to rationalize it all, but
3: uh, you sent sent a a somewhat living being back into the nether realms in exchange for a carpet.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to talk
3: about that. You just, like,
1: destroyed your little... Deemed friend.
2: Yeah, <laughs> as Ollie was fine. leaving, he was like, I thought I was feeling love. Yeah. Yeah. We can get there, guys.
0: <laughs> One at a time. I'm dogpiling Caleb right now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, but um you gotta taste some whale poop or something like that. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, uh, put
3: some under my eyes.
0: I mean, I... you had a lot of great role-playing moments and stuff like that, but um you know, as far as <laughs> the the sort of takeaways afterwards there's not yeah. a whole lot to sift through yeah well no i'm not trying to say it as like a <laughs> sexy thing i just mean like do you you know no i get it I what get are it. you what are you left with what are you anticipating
3: uh i have to say that as a player i was tempted by adrian uh, right yeah Look. but but i think that Scory, that's kind of a bastardization of what Scory holds dear you know his spirit and his soul and stuff because that's how he connects with his ancestors and all that and he wouldn't give that up for a, a parlor trick a
0: parlor trick bro <laughs> i'm
3: sorry i i also the fact that the first thing you did with it is hop on it and then eat dinner on it <laughs> but thinking of you just eating and getting like cheese puff dust all over it and
0: bro i even had willem pull the covers off my bed and i laid on the carpet and went straight down on the bed and had him tuck me in with flying carpet.
1: <laughs> <in>.
0: <laughs> it's like sleeping on air yeah but uh, no like i was serious like i i was kind of surprised because like i know that gory holds us sort of sort of near and dear but uh you know but you know the power of souls you know the you know mm-hmm. so Giving a piece of it away, like you got a lot more soul to that's, give. That's you know? true. Like, he didn't say how big the piece was, right? That's so true. you well, give maybe. a little piece away, you get something cool in exchange, dude. I, and then when you get tired of one, you just have your friends kill them. It's no big deal. Yeah, like, that's oh, how I you a operate. Soul. Exactly. It's yeah. been working out great. And honestly, when Adrian gets on my nerves. <laughs> got a flying so carpet. <laughs> I'm hoping that we can get another person to come in and make a blood oath to kill. Yeah. Them. So
4: well,
3: I, I will say that the. Something that intrigued me quite a bit in this last episode um, in terms of Scory's involvement was uh, finding out that the boarding school he was a part of offered up some tips to the mages. Um, I don't know how I feel about that morally. Like I, I feel like... Um, I don't know. I feel like that's dirty. He wasn't necessarily a big fan of of the school that he was that because he wasn't really there by choice but um at the same time he feels a bit of a loyalty because it kind of provided his path from there on and gave him his connection to his his spiritual path so it, right. there's kind of a dichotomy happening there
0: interesting so sound like sounds like Scory has a rich inner life that uh needs to come across in the podcast. Well, no. <laughs> still still waters run deep and you can't hear them on a microphone, unfortunately. That, that's so that's fair. It's a fair point and a fair way to play. Yeah. Uh yeah, for me, I now have a flying carpet. I haven't been off of it since I got it. Um <laughs> it's been pretty cool. Like at night I had to go to the bathroom and I just flew out my window over the balcony into the trees, and I just pissed off the carpet like <laughs> from really high up and it was pretty cool. I
3: like to think that there was a moment though in the night where you rolled over to hug Ollie and he wasn't there and you remembered oh geez.
0: Yeah, that sucked. I do feel pretty guilty about that but Adrian told me that he would be fine and Ollie's gonna,
2: Ollie's gonna climb back from the pits and the depths of hell to get his revenge on you. Yep, yep. He's gonna, gonna, gonna come me. back as like a pr- like a demon prince. <laughs> He'll climb his ranks. Alex, please, <laughs> Hell, please, Alex. See, the thing yeah. is, too, is we'll that we'll
0: I, I, after Dash got the horse, I was like, oh man, like I gotta like. Sometimes I, 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 after we last played, I said, you know what? I think I just gotta ask more often. You know, well, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> couldn't Ollie
3: become that
0: for you? Well, and that's what I was like, kind of in my in my mind. I mean, most of the rules are like pr- pretty clear that, like, you know, this is what your familiars are good for and you know there's a lot of reasons why i went with an amp over the other things and blah 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 and so i was excited to have it but then me and alex talked about off the podcast like well you know having this familiar that can do these things it adds like a complexity to the game that like you could hog a whole episode like just trying to get ollie to like do stuff like trying to spy on people do this he's invisible like you're just doing all these things and i thought you know that's a good point, and so you know I've only used them a couple times for things like following that guy and how- the thing. And Ollie was indispensable, and in actually, fucking seeing the dude when we we're in the book cave. But
3: mm-hmm. how long did it take you to make the decision of choosing Ollie the imp? Uh,
0: I rolled the dice, and to be fair, I said I gave Ollie the advantage, and I said a one or a two, and I'll take the. I rolled the six sided dice, and I said a one or a two, I'll take the carpet, and I rolled a one. Okay. So I
3: was gonna. I was gonna say if you spent a lot of time deciding that ollie was the thing for you and then in a split second you (laughs) gave him up for a carpet
0: yeah and that's and that's why i rolled but um yeah and then i was thinking it's like okay a carpet i think has like a functionality level that could be sort of equivalent to a familiar like ollie that can go invisible and do it and speak to me psychically and do all this sort of stuff and even like fight on the battlefield
3: yeah
0: um but like you know, I don't know, the magic carpet it flies, it's got utility for sure, it has a Washington. different level of what utility, so I don't know it it it's yeah, it's definitely interesting. We'll see what happens i I made a lot of decisions when I picked Ollie as like my thing, my warlock feature, um that have now changed because i have a flying carpet
3: can <laughs> um alex can he go back now since he kind of undid the
0: familiar no, no. Okay. Uh-uh. yeah of, I, tr- I tried you've right? some you've got some class features yeah. that now uh don't do anything exist but... <laughs> yeah uh luckily it. yeah i mean i basically miss out on a whole um yeah, the, the the whole the whole packed feature, you know, I was packed yeah. to the Chain, and that's gone now. Well, um flying carpet. So. Yeah, I do have flying carpet.
2: So that what begs the an question: Idiot,
0: then, if I cast my if I cast my like summon, you know, chain my, my packed to the Chain summoning feature, does it bring my carpet? Like, if my carpet gets destroyed or something, can I just like summon it again? Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> take the
2: carpet away from you and leave you nothing. <laughs> For, sure. for,
0: for adrian it was a choice it was do you want this yeah. thing that you yeah. you know you, you and that, got, or you want this and that was it, the other part of it not to take up too much time with this whole thing but since we're talking about it I, I actually do feel a real like a real connection as arthur with adrian like we've developed that like from the beginning it's always felt strong like even when we first met him as a dragon and all these types of things and like he has his games that he's playing and he has his like his his that he's trying to pull over, you know, trying to pull the wool over my eyes, or whatever. But like, he's already better than Eben was. Like, at least he hasn't asked me to like cut off anybody's hands. And so the choice, I did feel it kind of weighted, but like, a flying carpet is like a very rare fucking item to get your hands on in this game and all of these other things. So I was like, okay, there's a level of trade off that's equal there and not only that it's adrian like i'm sure that this could be an interesting thing
3: i i absolutely love the dynamic between you two like there's this battle of charm and wits constantly happening between the two of you and and it seems like adrian obviously is the more powerful being but that doesn't stop stop uh, arthur from kind of you know
0: well and you know how and you, Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's exactly like with even it was a little bit more like direct, but with Adrian, it's a little bit more subtle. But I think like, you know how they say that uh, if, if you borrow, you know, $10,000 from the bank and you can't pay it back, that's your problem. But if you borrow $10 million from the bank, you can't pay it back. That's the bank's problem. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the principle I'm operating on with Adrian is like, I'm trying to see like how deep his well of generosity goes. like it's like how much debt can i get in with adrian you know because there will come a point where (laughs) you're gonna be his mlm bitch that's that's how it's gonna end up it's not gonna it's gonna be debts that can't be paid back and it's going to benefit me more than it benefits him i feel you know i don't know anyway i've talked about this way too long but i've i've i think about it all the time whenever i listen to the podcast though um let's go ahead and go to Bentley. rife Ferian, uh chucking that wood doing the things um turns out unfortunately was it you that was researching the book or was that uh, i guess that was Scory, wasn't it so sorry research is definitely a thing but what are your takeaways from this episode with kind of just the downtime and doing things like that we're gonna go into dinner with your friend coming up which is kind of yeah. neat i think um because you're the only one that really has like any ends with that family. Like I don't even think we've met the Lord and Lady yet, technically. Um, but you've met their son, you're in with their son. And so. the sisters
4: and the yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah, a lot of my stuff uh I did like off mic, because it would be pointless for me to do it on mic. Um like I sent Alex a bunch of messages. I was like you know, throughout the week it's like I would get up, I would train with with uh, with Wolf and his in his in his army and i would like do my do my stuff and then i would like you know spar with them or do whatever and then it's like i would head off to the library and i've just been like going through the library stuff looking at the maps and like the areas that we were at adding to their adding to their library because i imagine they have topographical maps so then it's like i would add like my pov maps of stuff that i drew while we were out there in the wastes i'm cross-referencing anything i possibly can as far as like you know the mage language that i was finding and then you know continuing to like work out that alphabet and decipher the try to decipher the language as much as possible that i'm doing you know research on the the liquid of aether and all that other stuff like i'm basically just there if i'm not at the chateau eating i'm there at the library going through all the shit and then it's like i'm also researching um researching to see if the common cause shows up in any like cross referencing stuff of uh of all the place that you know they were supposed to be the bad guys or whatever. So possibly I feel like
3: I feel like Riff is writing the art of war. Like this world's version of the art of war.
4: <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that, but I'm definitely like I'm definitely adding to the library and I'm definitely trying to figure yeah. out because like the treasure of Aether it doesn't seem like it's going to be like a gold mine. Like it's national treasure. It seems like it's whatever this liquid is that we found that like brings life and heal stuff and whatever. So the treasure of aether could be something that's like, you know, just that, that was something that my family's always gone after. And it, now it seems like it's popping up and that sort of thing. And also like the mage thing, all that mage stuff, I think has a lot to do with stuff and it's all just kind of like down to, in the language and everything since no one really kind of knows what it is like she wants to figure it out that's like her big jam like on her character Mm -hmm. sheet is that she loves she loves research she has a researcher feet and all that sort of stuff and then also this is kind of like her um like study abroad or like you know a work study if you will like she could have stayed at the monastery and become like a teacher and a monk or you know you go work out in the field and like bring back your stuff and and that's why she keeps in touch with her, one of the people there, the letters that she's writing and that sort of stuff uh, that we did a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah, and then also the way the library, I mean, you know, we all know this, I, I suppose. Uh, I mean, you guys as players know this, but it's like you have to like give the library in order for it to take. So it's like I've been doing all that stuff because I'm asking for some pretty crazy shit like with with my bag and like with my cloak. I'm asking for. Enchanting and a lot of shit. So I'm trying to give back as much as possible to like let them know, not just them in the story, but let Alex also know like that I'm serious about like the the trade off stuff. And then it's like if they also needed gold, she'd probably be like, "Yeah, I'll give you some gold." And actually, she she definitely wants to like if they have like people that kind of do like what the uh Tyrannian that was the robot guy, right? If they have people there at the library that are like their Folks that work on potions or do whatever, you like, study new shit. She actually wants to donate her box of fucking stuff to the library if they have those people there, like, doing research and stuff like that. So
0: cool. Excellent. Nice. Riff's been busy and we're just all like trading our souls for flying carpets and shit. Um,
4: <laughs> she wants to get Wolf. on that carpet. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> <laughs> Wolf.
0: Um, has his own army which is pretty cool you have a nightmare steed yeah. which I've been and his own skincare
4: line
2: my own and, skincare line and yeah a down line. and now you're a hashtag
0: boss bitch and, <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> yeah
2: uh yep pretty pretty awesome stuff man so what are
0: wolf's uh takeaways what are you looking forward to are you looking forward to a stately dinner
2: uh yeah I'm, I'm good i'm definitely gonna try and show my horse off uh to them
0: <laughs> why is this goes, horse
2: at the dinner table yeah isn't this pretty cool my horse is <laughs> centered it, it just shit on the table <laughs> yeah he does yeah does he shit coal or what yeah like, what's I was gonna his... say. he's got fire poops yeah <laughs> <him>. clean coal <laughs> clean <laughs> coal ash. he burns just clean smoke, coal yeah, yeah smoky <laughs> ash Uh, yeah, he's excited to show off his his horse and maybe his little small like uh his little small like militia. Maybe if he can turn these guys into like capable like elite warriors, they'll have a little like fighting squad that like you know I don't know a kingdom could use for like you You, you got to have secret like I don't know like Bin Laden kind of stuff you know (laughs) like you 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 got to have taken out. You send you send these these guys in. You got to have a a dojo demo. yeah yeah we're we're like at the mall we're called the wolves i like the
0: idea of that like obviously these are are your people in a way but like we're working together you know we're the wolf pack and so like maybe the wolf pack gets its own like you know heraldry we get a banner we bring your men around and we like have a little bit of extra like esteem that comes with having our own like bannermen and like guards and stuff
2: Yeah, we we build an army, we challenge the kingdoms, we rule the land.
0: We should fucking take over (laughs) Usama.
2: We should take over (laughs) Usama.
4: I mean, we won the tournament, how hard could it be?
2: I mean, how hard could it be to defeat an entire kingdom?
3: Yeah, what is there, like 24 of us?
2: (laughs) Yeah, all we need is like a couple mages, because apparently that's like their kryptonite. (laughs) And
0: uh... (laughs) Hear me out. We I'm got friends, Water Skull. I'm friends with a bunch of dragons. Okay? <laughs> we keep getting in good with them. And we wage this sort of proxy war. And when the dust settles, we negotiate with the dragons to take over our own slice of the Kingdom of Us.
2: Yeah, and uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll get Milo's character to control the other uh, um, Warforged. And he'll have mm-hmm. his own little Warforged army. Yeah, so well, our armies combined we'll descend upon usma yeah and uh we'll wipe the scum from the earth yeah uh, it'll be nice we'll...
0: to have an army of just soulless automatons to help us wipe out a bunch of people yeah did yeah. we ever
3: did we ever stop to think are the mages actually the bad the bad people in this
4: that's what Riff's trying to figure out i think she's maybe
2: to... maybe it's us nobody, guys nobody i'm saying them. maybe oh. we have a plot twist maybe this we're is, the bad guys this
4: is metagame minute
2: Hardcore. It is Mad Game like so
0: I like to think that anybody that stores themselves in like a crystal in order to avoid death is a bad guy. <laughs> like that's like oh, you, some think half- a, you think you think well, a water
2: what's skull his name? guy.
0: Well, water skull guy.
2: Florian. Florian. That's right. It's so funny that I didn't know because I fucking named him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. uh Yeah. Florian. It, it'd be interesting once he like gets a, a body. We should check in on that. By the way. Um, but to go back to your original question, I am excited about this dinner uh, to talk to some royals. Um, also, Wolf doesn't know how to talk to like people of higher esteem, so I'm he's super just one hundred percent going to treat him like just his his bunk mates.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I thought that your your dynamic was
4: going to be interesting there. So and you're so, just yeah, there I'm with like no that's... shirt on, right? You're just in like a loincloth, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like my my helmet and my my mantle of the Pack Lord draping over my shoulders. Not yeah. knowing which fork to use. <laughs> Just right. I just use my axe as I'm cutting steak. <laughs>
0: you actually you lean your axe up so the blade's upright, and you just like draw the steak oh,
1: over okay, the blade.
4: It's pretty sharp, huh?
1: <laughs> I right, made it from a uh, wolf's fever board. You should see what this axe can do to a living person. <laughs> I, I could split you like a wet
0: piece of timber. <laughs>
2: Great it party would be by the way. So easy to kill
4: you right now. <laughs> he picks up his little flout of like hm mm. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot we're at a stately
0: dinner party.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pinky's out.
0: All right, Alex. Are we winning your game? You are winning my game. Yes. Well, you're having some good conversations, I think, for for uh, what's going on. Okay, yeah. true metagame minute, I won't let it I won't let it enter into my game god. knowledge mm-hmm. What happened to Ollie? <laughs> oh god, you never <laughs> You don't get to know that until he's right behind you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking dagger He's like, master <laughs> You sent me away Brock a Hello <laughs> I'll bring him back if he wants to work for me, and I can keep my carpet. Like fuck,
4: <laughs> I'll put him on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got money. I got shit. <laughs>
0: I'll let you ride the carpet. You want to ride a carpet, bro? It's all good. When he comes to get me, that'll be my survival tactic. Is just trying to. Uh, I got this for you. Riches, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, Ollie's fucking flying around on a carpet because I was like, "This is yours, bro." Uh, anyway. Well, if there's anything else you want to add, Alex, because I totally stole that from you, but um, otherwise we'll get to no, the next No, no, you guys are doing good. Um, Excellent. I'm just excited for this, uh, you, you know, UFO. Excellent. Oh, okay, well, we will find out what happens with this UFO and more on the next episode of Chaotic Amateurs coming at you Monday. Wherever you get your podcast, grab your sword and keep on adventuring.